Mm. Mm. I'm going to give you two perspectives, okay? Because I feel like it's so easy to say Packers, Chiefs, and just end it, and the Packers win. And that very well might be what happens. But it's so boring, and my gut tells me something else happens. But the thing is, this year, no team looks like a Super Bowl contender. I'm sorry, but they're just like, the Chiefs look like the best team in the AFC. Hello, anybody and everybody. My name is Cody Wilkinson, and welcome to episode 33 of CodyCast 101. Today's episode is all about this year's Super Wild Card Weekend. My NFL whiz kid of a cousin returns to provide his takes on the matchups for this weekend, who we would want as our franchise quarterback for the next 5-10 to 10 years, head coaching vacancies for next season, and the big one, who is going to Super Bowl 56. As always, thanks for listening, folks. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. You can follow me at CodyCast101 on Instagram, and feel free to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you never miss an upload. Now, without further ado, please welcome back Javier Wilkinson. Welcome back to CodyCast 101. I'm back with my cousin, and we're here to go over the playoff picture for the NFL um, and review all that good stuff. So to start, uh, just list off my prediction from the last time. Uh, in the AFC, I had Bills, Ravens, Titans, and Chargers winning their divisions. In the wild card, I had Bengals, Pats, and Chiefs for the uh, – Wild cards. So, who is your AFC? Uh, my AFC. Well, oh, you want me to pull it up right now? Well, if you have in front of you, then you can. But I got it. I got yours as well. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because here, let me let me pull it up. Because I don't have it. Right. Um. Let's see. Uh. Yeah. Actually, you pull it up because it's in my. Okay. okay. <laughs> no worries. All right. You had the Bills, Ravens, and Titans, and the Chiefs that's, winning that's their division. Uh-huh. With Pats, Chiefs. Bengals, and Chargers making the wild card. So that we had is, so we had the same teams but different orders. We had the same teams but different orders. Now my yeah. dark horse pick for the AFC was the Browns. And that definitely didn't happen. So feel good about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Who'd you who who's your dark horse? My dark horse, well, well, as of as of now, or as of when your we dark horse thing? from like a few months ago when we talked about who you thought had oh, to, oh, to make the playoffs, the right? Playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I think it always oh, Denver it was Denver, Denver. Gosh. I was really high on Denver the yeah. whole year because of the defense, um, and they just have a lot of young playmakers. Definitely Denver. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, and I roasted you for that take because I did not agree whatsoever, but. Is what it is, I guess. Uh, okay, NFC. I had Packers, Rams, Bucks, and Cowboys winning their divisions. Wait, Packers, Rams, Bucks, Cow- oh my! You almost nailed the order too. Almost. Got it right here. Hold on. Let me. Let's do this real quick. Share screen. Safari. Share. Check this out, dude. Boom. Oh, perfect. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams. Yeah. All I had was a. You almost. Yeah. All I had was Cowboys. I had Cowboys. uh, I had Cowboys four and Rams two. Mm -hmm. So close. But your NFC. Yeah. Your NFC was just. Cowboys first, I remember. Order. Yeah, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, Cardinals, and then Rams, Saints, Niners for your wild cards. I had I had Cardinals, Niners, Panthers. I remember that was my one like really bad bit take. Yeah, the Panthers. Well, and I almost had the Saints too. Um, I didn't think Philly was going to come back because I remember Philly at that point. I think was two and four. Um, so they weren't too hot. Uh, but yeah, they. They're decent. I mean, what can I say? But um, Philly actually hasn't beaten a team with a winning record, which is kind of interesting uh, the whole year. And the fact that they're a nine-win team is kind of mind-boggling, but 
That's the way it is. It, yeah, well, that just means that they played nine teams without winning records, which yep. is not very good. Um, it's not. I mean, but I mean, at least they won the games that they're supposed to. So it's interesting. It's yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts played. He just improved a lot this season. Um, I yeah, I've read a thing about Jalen Hurts, and the reason why he's so polarizing as a player is because in his whole football career, every single season, statistically and like just just his film has always been better than the year before. Like every year he's improved from like his earliest Alabama days where he was really kind of bad. Um, he's, I think he's a franchise quarterback. I think he's proved enough, you know, he's a great leader too. So. Yeah, he definitely has intangibles. Um, and I didn't really, I didn't notice that about his constant rate of improvement, but, and I was not very high on him coming out of college. I would not have picked him if I was looking for my new next franchise quarterback, but I mean, I think Philly's got a, I think they got a guy for the next few years. Yeah, I do too. I think not even for the next few years, I think he could be the franchise player because I mean, again, the intangibles and he's improved. I mean, it's, it's so important to improve every year as a player. He hasn't stayed stagnant. Like the reason why people were hesitant on Herbert coming out of the draft, obviously he has crazy arm talent and his throws are insane, but he just had too many really, really bad throws and throughout his tenure at Oregon, he just didn't improve at all. Obviously, he's not like he's obviously going to be crazy good, and he's already top five in my opinion. But um, yeah, I mean, you think why. he's a top five QB right now? I think he is. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I would take. You know the the, I think Brady. I don't know. I, you can call me a hater, but I I'd go Mahomes. Mahomes two, Rogers one, and then I might I might mm, Josh Allen man. Josh Allen's too inconsistent. I would probably put Brady at three, Herbert at four or five. I was gonna put Brady below Herbert, but no, nah, that's too disrespectful. I just think that the Bucks offense is is too pass heavy, and it's like inflating his stats a little bit. And he's got such a great supporting cast. Obviously, now it's not as good, but still throughout most of the year it's been really good so yeah well they're gonna get a lot of their big stars and playmakers back late in the playoffs and i think really i i thought um obviously antonio brown's out godwin tore his acl a few weeks ago um i think i'm trying to think oh i think they're getting some of their secondary back right um, I'm not sure about that, but I know they're getting Leonard Fournette back, which uh-huh. is going to be big, and Ronald that Jones. Is big. He's been incredible, so, Fournette. He's going to be yeah. the starter next year for sure. Playoff Lenny. <laughs> Playoff Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, would you take Burrow or Justin Herbert for the next five years? This is one of these takes where I'm going to go Burrow because I like him better as a player for no particular reason. I just, I think he's a winner and they both are both are both winners, but this is a take where I don't really like answering because simply put, you can go either way. And I think honestly, like my, 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 my brain kind of tells me Herbert, but my heart Burrow because of Herbert's arm talent, but Herbert, but Burrow just wins. You know, I mean, he's proved it. I, I'm going to go Burrow, but you can go 50-50, you know. Yeah, I think that – I think Burrow is kind of far and away the best prospective quarterback for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's close. I mean, other than, like, Patrick Mahomes. But, I mean, I guess kind of Josh Allen, too. Um, what about Kyler Murray? Where does he fall in this? All right, we're back. All right, there we go. So you were asking about it, where Kyler Murray falls into the thing with Burrow and Herbert. And in my opinion, it's, it's still up, um, up for grabs kind of between the three. But I think Kyler Murray is the worst out of the three just because of his inconsistency. And he needs to put a full season together where he's constantly really good, in my opinion. So I think he's definitely... He's in the same tier, but he's like below them, you know. But like, yeah, a, a um, decent, you know, his his run threat 
is on on par with Lamar Jackson, though, and that's you have to be able to you have to be able to build a team around a run threat quarterback like that. I mean, Falcons with Michael Vick, 15, 20 years ago, whatever it was, was able to do this, but they weren't able to really win big games, and yeah. neither have the Ravens. So that's kind of you know, I'm a big Lamar guy. Uh, I think he's really special, but he got injured this season and couldn't couldn't quite come back, but. You know, I mean, in, 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 yeah. You, what were you going to say? No, good. Okay, so I think I disagree with your take on on Kyler Murray being a better running threat, or like not like on par with Lamar as a running threat. I think Lamar is special on a different level. And at the same time, though, like the Cardinals organizationally, like the Ravens have been the best drafting team and the best managed team the past, I think five or ten years. In my opinion, they're number one. They just they always just make the right moves. Um, which I think is a big advantage for Kyler on the Cardinals, which haven't been poverty, but they've been not the greatest, you know. It's been poverty. <laughs> but, like, yeah, seriously, I mean, they're, they're a step below par- poverty, you know, like the Bengals tier, you know. Oh the Bengals have been all right a few years, but, you know, I mean, they're not yeah. like the Texans or the Jags, but, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think they need to make a uh, – they need to win a playoff game, and we'll see. Well, they're, up against the, they're up against the Rams, which is a – Let's go we can get into this. I mean, the, the uh, wild card matchups. I think huh. that's the biggest toss up wild card matchup. Aside from the um, losing four of the last five games from the uh, Cardinals, I think that's a really tight matchup. I, I, I agree with you, but I feel like it's, it's what version of the Cardinals we're going to get, you know? Yeah. Because if we get like the early season Cardinals, they could make the Super Bowl and they could be a big dark horse. They're getting, they're getting the whole media is like kind of ignoring the Cardinals as a as a potential Super Bowl winner, um, which I can uh, kind of agree with. I mean, they've been really overrated the past seven weeks, but if they turn it back on, they could they could make a run, you know. And they've played really well in a few games down the stretch. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm gonna go with the Rams. I just don't think Stafford loses his first game on a good team and McVay out coaches Kingsbury. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I, I agree. It's a tough one. Yeah. I picked the Rams for that game. Um, but again, it, it, that's, that's kind of a thing with like Sean McVay's got the coaching advantage. Yeah. Um, they're one and one on the season. So they've beaten each other. But mm-hmm. the Rams beat them like week 14 or 15, so a little bit more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty lopsided, too. Was it? Yeah, it was 30 to 23. It was a one score game, but um, it was the Rams were just the better team, and it was pretty evident, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. So, of all the playoff matchups, Vegas, Cincy, Pats, Bucks, or Pats, Bills, Pittsburgh, Chiefs on the AFC side. Who are you picking out of those games? Well, let me – I want to talk about, like, in my opinion, the two most intriguing games and the more 50-50 matchups because I think Cardinals-Rams is more of a 60-40. Um, I think the Rams are just a little bit better. Um, but I think what's flying under the radar is that the Bengals are a better team than the Raiders. But one, the Raiders are hot. And two, they're playing a snow game in Cincy, which is going to favor the Raiders. So I understand mm. that the Bengals are a better team, but I think because of the snow and the Raiders being hot, it's a 50-50, and I don't know who's going to win that game. I'm going to go with the Bengals because I just think Joe Burrow is like that, but I think the Raiders could win, and they have a better line on both sides. A little, and a little I mean – Bengals, Bengals can get – they have a decent pass rush, and their all-line isn't as miserable as it used to be. But I don't know. I just – Raiders are a little more physical as a team, but Bengals are, are kind of more finessey. It, it's going to mm. be a good one. I think it, it big upset watch for sure. I, I agree. I think that's the wild card matchup of the weekend. But yeah. at the same time, one of the things that Brady loves about snow games is that the defense slows down, but his brain – is operating at the same pace. So yeah. if Burrow can harness that like Brady snow game esque ness, uh-huh. then 
I don't think that the snow is going to make much of a factor in the passing game at all. It might not. It might not. And Burrow's more of a cerebral quarterback. And that, that that's a great point. You know, Raiders don't have the most athletic um, defense, to be honest. Uh, you know, they're linebackers and corners. They're just not the most – they're not the fastest guys. So, yeah, I agree, actually. We make a good point. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Now, what was the other game that you see so much of a toss-up in? Niners-Cowboys. Uh, that's exactly I think- what I was going to say. There is so much. There are so many people that are are like, oh, my goodness, you know, um, Niners are pulling the upset. And there's a lot of people I think the Cowboys are going to run away with it. I think it's a really good matchup and it's going to be 50 50. I'm going to go with the Niners strictly because I'm biased. But I also think we're playing good. And the Cowboys are the Cowboys. They're still coached by Mike McCarthy. Both <laughs> of their coordinators are better than their head coach as a coach, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I agree. And the Niners are just they're they're they're. We have just better coaching, I feel like. Um, Cowboys don't have the best run defense. We have a pretty – I mean, we're like one of the best rushing teams in the league, obviously. That's our foundation. That's our identity. Um, and our passing offense actually finished in the top eight, I think, which is very, very strange considering our secondary is extremely weak. But it goes to show how underrated we are defending the pass. And our run defense isn't that good. So I think – I think it's going to be a really, really close game. We'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been higher on this Dallas team than I've ever been on any other Dallas team. And I know that the last time that they had this much hype was Dak's first season when they went 13 and three. I think they're a better team. Dak is obviously a vet now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, again, Dallas is going to Dallas. Like they've got, they don't have the same. Their coaching staff is a little lopsided. The same with uh, the Rams-Arizona matchup. I think that San Francisco's coach is just better. Um, Garoppolo, I think I – honestly, I think I trust him more on, like, a two-minute drill than Dak and Zeke. Uh, And, again, Dallas has – Dallas is the team that just has this overinflated bubble of – hype every single season and they never so, do anything they never do anything with it. and i hate that I, I used to hate the chiefs before they got Mahomes. i hated the chiefs because they'd go like seven and two or or ten and two or or nine and one and then shit the bed in the second half of the season and losing the playoffs in the, in yep. the wild card and, and then, every yep. single year yep and, and they'd limp into the playoffs and then yep so that just it drives me crazy when you have overinflated hype that's not attributed properly yeah like i I think cincinnati has properly attributed hype they burrow i call him i call him jerby and uh jerby and Uh (laughs) he's real he's the most real quarterback prospect we've seen yes i think since andrew luck i mean everybody's been given uh Trevor Lawrence hype, but he's stuck in the dungeon of the NFL. So, but yeah, yeah. And at least, you know, and so what do you like quick transition? But what do you think of Zach Taylor as a coach? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I'm not educated enough on, on uh, their season. I, I mean, Fair. I think that Burroughs like off the field, slash on the field intangibles of leadership wow. are just moxie mm-hmm. and swagger yep. is what's carrying this team I and agree. why they won the division. I don't think that they've got – I don't think it's like a – what's a um, – I don't, I don't think it's the same thing as like uh, Belichick and uh, Mac Jones where like obviously Belichick is carrying the team to where they are now and mac mm-hmm. is just a role player at the quarterback yeah, he, position. He's, he's a jimmy garoppolo I, I feel like as a quarterback which is fine a lot of teams want that but he was very pro ready and he's you kind of know what you're going to get from mac jones you know and they're using and it's going to be good the best yeah you're, you know what you're going to get and you're going to get pretty good yeah you know yeah which is fine i mean you can win a super bowl with pretty good but it's you know like he's yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see with Mac Jones, but I think he's going to be this kind of the same quarterback his whole career, you know, which is fine. You can win with that, but 
We'll see how far they get, you know? Yeah, it's his a floor is really high, and his ceiling is pretty low. You know, that yeah. the window of his margin for playing is pretty tight. But mm-hmm. that window is pretty good. Yep. Um, so going back to the Bengals, I want to say uh, – you know, a lot of people think that, like, oh, with teams like Cincinnati, like, oh, my God, the Bengals, you know, they're playing really good. But I feel like next year, the year after, it'll be their year, you know. But people don't understand that this year right now might be the Bengals' year. And I'll tell you why. Um, one, they've been one of the healthiest teams all year. Um, two, I feel like Zach's Taylor – I mean, Zach Taylor as a coach, the reason why I asked is – I think he's all right. You know, he's, you know, he's taking his team to the playoffs. Like you can't really ask anything more. Um, but he runs a very vanilla system. And I genuinely think he gets carried by the playmakers around him on offense and the defense. That's just kind of a bend, but no break. They got, they got a few guys there. Um, Awuzie was a really good signing and they have, I think Eli Apple has really stepped up too. Um, but I think this is their year if they want to make it far. And I would bet on the Bengals being worse next year than this year, just because I feel like injuries were not even regression, but teams kind of getting more film on them on um, mm. their style more. So, so one big theme that everybody talks about every year is who's going to make the playoffs next year. And uh-huh. every single season we recycle like seven teams. But like everybody yep. always predicts, oh, these same teams are going to be in the, Super- in the playoffs again but next then, year. So there was, only, yep, I saw the same thing. Only seven teams this year were in the playoffs that were in last year's playoffs. Seven teams. That's it. Half. Yeah. Crazy. So you think that Cincy's got a chance to not make the playoffs next year? I I do, and I I but I think they could also boom and be really good again. But if I was to bet on it, I'm gonna bet. You know. Uh, it, if you're going to bet on organizations or I, I like to bet on organizations and the Bengals just historically haven't been that great as True. of recent. So I would, I would bet under, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs next year. Even, even if they do win the Super Bowl, I think they could have a hangover, you know, but I think this could be their year and they could win the Super Bowl this year, you know? Yeah. They're my dark horse Super Bowl winners. Um, and they're my, at least dark horse AFC winners. Uh Let's talk about Tennessee making the number one seed. Did you see that Tennessee, coming? I did not. And I w- w- let's get your thoughts on it first. Well, they lost Derrick Henry, but they're, they, they've got a player coach in Mike Vrabel who mm-hmm. one was in that was a part of the dynasty with Belichick and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you've got this unique combination of excellent coaching but player relatability and this is a team that let me let me find their schedule here titans 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 i mean i'm i'm very impressed with what they what they did and i knew that they were going to be okay but i definitely didn't expect them to be the number one seed uh yeah oh yeah without a doubt and I was coming to the year, I was one of the biggest Titans haters, not as, as a team, because I do like the Titans, um, but I just didn't think they were going to be very good. I thought they were actually going to be significantly below, but 500, like five to six win team. Um, and not only that, yes, I did. I was very low on the Titans this year. I, I don't see, I'll get into why in a second, but they, it's kind of weird. I mean, they're they've actually been the most injured team this whole year um which has been stunning i mean this might be the greatest coaching or one of the greatest coaching performances ever by vrabel they've had i think like 93 active players on their roster all year more than the ravens who had 91 and the ravens have been decimated titans have been just thrashed um you know i think their front seven is is actually really good underrated but they just don't have a lot of talent. Um, obviously, Kevin Byard's one of the best safeties in football. AJ Brown's a beast. Julio's been washed. Um, they have Henry, uh, who hasn't played in a while. Their O line is, I, I think, you know, I think it's all, you know, it's all right. But like, they just win games, you know, and it's so impressive. I think talent wise, I don't, I don't know if they're top ten, to be honest. And that's my. Well, I would agree with you. 
Yeah. Um, they don't have the same talent level that any other team has. They have the most, they've played the most players out of any team in the whole league this yeah. year, and which is insane. a crazy like stat. Unreal. Um, oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. He's the coach of the year for sure. Oh, yeah. Hands down. No question. No question. Um, and they all fight for him, too. I saw some interviews uh, with some, like, Titans players, and they, they seem to they, – they all love him. You know, you can just tell. It's, he's a great coach. Yeah, well, that's what comes uh, – did you – have you been watching Man in the, Man in the Arena, Tom Brady's uh, document, docuseries? I haven't, no. So one of the episodes was on the Dynasty, and – it was on the undefeated season. That was the most recent episode that I watched where they went 18 and one. Uh-huh. And Mike Vrabel was one of the players that they interviewed throughout that episode. And he was just talking about the, the culture and the, just like what it actually takes and what it means to really be on a championship caliber team like that. And that's why I said like a player relatability where he knows what it takes from a player standpoint to build and maintain championship level football and like Belichick's next man up mentality where like hey do your job be ready and don't make mistakes and you're probably going to win the game you know okay. he he can bring like and also his personality is so fiery it's so yeah he, he's yeah, got he, a lot of charisma uh huh. And he light. And he feel like he could light my ass on fire and just make me work super hard. You know, like exactly. He's that so type of person. That's the type of coach that you want. And I mean, kudos to them. I think they lose in the playoffs in either too. the divisional round or. Uh, I mean, I can see. I don't know if they're going to make the. Uh, I think their first round exits um, to whoever they play in the divisional. But I also think there's a chance that, you know, they've been doubted all year. So doubted. Yeah. Like, so especially me. They could make a run and maybe just make the Super Bowl. You know, they, they, they could. They're going to get Henry back, which is going to be like crucial. I've never seen a running back have this big of an impact on a team. Um, He's going to open up their offense so much. But, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. But I think their divisional round exits. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that they could definitely be in the Super Bowl as well. I would love to see that. Um, but again, I don't think that they beat Kansas City, and I don't think that they beat either Cincinnati or Vegas. Well, no, they'll they'll be Vegas, but I don't think they would beat Cincinnati, and that's who they would play. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I, like New England or Pittsburgh upset, but yeah, yeah I don't think they beat Cincinnati. I mean, I think they can beat any team in the playoffs. That like, that there's no like they can lose to any team too. They can lose to the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders could be a dark horse to actually make the championship. I think if they beat the Bengals, they could beat the Titans and very well make it to and play whoever the Chiefs, Bills, Pats. Um, but uh, yeah, it's we'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah, um, I feel like there's a lot of teams in the AFC except for Kansas City. Pretty much every team except Kansas City. Pittsburgh and New England. I don't think that those two are really options, but uh-huh. um, they're very similar to the 2020, whatever Giants team beat the undefeated Patriots, whichever team that was, eight or 10. Um, uh-huh. Every single week, they just showed up and everybody doubted them and they just played played hard football and they just yep. came out on top. So yep. like Tennessee, Cincy, Vegas, the Bills, all four of those teams are teams that can kind of treat every single game like that. We're like, yeah, we could definitely lose this game or we could definitely win this game. And if they just happen to flip the coin and make it heads three times in a row, they're in the Super Bowl. Yep, exactly. Yep, I agree. And really quick, going back to the Titans, another reason why, you know, like down the stretch, they haven't played their best. They, you know, they got into a tight game with Houston, which you're supposed to beat Houston, especially if you're trying to clinch the one seed. They had all the incentive to play hard, and they they almost lost, you know. I mean, not almost, but it was a three-point game. Um, they played, let's see, Pittsburgh before. They lost to Pittsburgh in kind of a low-scoring shootout. Um, the Niner game, I watched the entire thing, 
And the Niners were the better team, were way better team in the first half. We were only up 10-0. It was incredible how we won up 21-0. We had like so like two turnovers, like a like a, a turnover at the five-yard line. And they came back in the second half after Jimmy had another or Jimmy was terrible that game. We the Niners were the better team and they just played harder and found a way to win. They got killed by the Pats. I just I don't know. I just I know they had that really good stretch in the middle of the season where they beat six quality teams, but I feel like they're they're overrated the past five weeks and they haven't been playing that well. But we'll see. You know, they also beat the breaks off the Chiefs in October. So October. the the Chiefs are gonna have a chip on their shoulder if they see him in the AFC Champ game. Yep. Yep. Uh, man. Yeah. These. I mean, they beat. Uh, they beat the Rams. They beat the Colts. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. They lost to the Jets and the Texans. <laughs> yeah. Well, did they lose the Texans? <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, well, after the Jets, they did. Wait, they yep. did. Oh my God, <laughs> they lost to the Texans in in like week fourteen or thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, some, some Dude, what about the Dolphins? Ah, uh, oh, man. Just like that crazy run of losing seven games and winning seven games. That okay, specifically, they yeah. they they played like the weakest schedule in football during the seven game win streak. I was never that high on them, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah, me neither. I'm, just, but... I'm not a big Tua guy. I I think he'll be a consistently top twenty five quarterback, but that's not going to win you a Super Bowl. And yeah, that's top 25. It's like that's the biggest backhand compliment I've ever heard. Well, he's a starting caliber quarterback, and he's definitely not the worst starter in the league. And maybe he's about top 20. Um, and he could progress, but I just don't see ceiling as that high. I feel like Mac Jones is a higher ceiling than Tua, to be honest. Oh, of course. Um absolutely he does. Uh speaking of the Dolphins, Brian Flores and head coaching vacancies. What is the most exciting new head coach opening? The opening? Oh, the Broncos by far. And, and that's that's not even a question, the Broncos. Um, but I feel like Flores gets another shot with the Bears and the Texans. Texans sign him, maybe Deshaun sticks around. Um, and maybe he could sign with mm. the Bears, work with Fields. But I think he gets another shot as a head coach. I really do. But um, uh, one of my favorite um, uh, what's it called? My head coach, head coaches coming to this year is Nathaniel Hackett. He's the Packers offensive coordinator. I think he's really flying under the radar as a potential signing. And it's always like you know, Dable, Bienemy, Leftwich. Um, I know the Bills. Uh, uh, Leslie Frazier, Bills offensive coordinator, is getting some little action. But I feel like Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the best coach that gets signed if he does I, I i'm really high on him i think he's gonna be really good but we'll see if i if if that was um i would want my favorite team to get him to be honest but yeah um why are the broncos far and away the best option for a head coach oh they have so much young talent i mean they have bradley chubb who they took five they have certain who's been one of the best corner this year um rookie corner they have Judy and Fant and uh, the dude out of the, the slot receiver out of Penn State, a young offensive line. That's not bad. They just need a quarterback, you know. Um, if they had Deshaun, they're a playoff team. They're a double-digit win team, you know. Uh, they're right there, in my opinion. And all these guys are going to progress. Super young team. Of course. Yeah. Easily Denver. Yeah. Um, I know that – I heard that Peyton Manning is thinking of becoming a, like – majority shareholder owner for the team or whatever really? yeah and i would love to see that that would be awesome yeah oh yeah Incredible. and since the broncos are like by default my team just because uh -huh. i live i live here like i don't know i don't mind the home team winning a lot definitely yeah. don't mind it oh yeah do you, oh, who yeah. do you think they're gonna get for a quarterback then you think they can get deshaun or is aaron well, gonna move um, I don't know what cap allows, um, but if it was up to me, I would go for Deshaun. I understand the allegations, and he's, he might be a jerk for that. Pro probably some of it's true, but it's not my place to speculate. 
but I think he's going to play more football, and I think his career is still young. And I would get to Sean. I think you, you, there's very few players you can come across like him in the league. This quarterback class isn't that good. Um, either that, or you can give an opportunity to a Minshew or Mariota um, would be Ooh. very interesting. But I think you keep Locke, uh, you keep Locke, and you just move on from Teddy. We'll see what Locke does in the off season. But I want another. I want a Minshew or a Mariota to step in there and see what they can do if you don't get Deshaun. You know, you can draft a quarterback. I, I, I want to win now from the Broncos, and I think Minshew or Mariota gives you a better chance or a third-year lock, to be quite honest. So, yeah. Minshew. I mean, mm-hmm. I love the mustache, but he's a backup. On the, uh, I think he needs another opportunity. I still think he can be a quality starter better than Teddy Bridgewater. To be quite honest, I really do. I really do. I mean, he's better than Teddy, but Teddy's just—he's just been banged up so much. I just want him to get in the booth. Like, yeah, I don't want to yeah. see that kid get hurt anymore, man. Yeah. So didn't he? Uh, he got hurt again. Well, his neck, right or back? It was like a concussion neck injury. Yeah. It was a it was a scary one too. So. What a disappointing, not disappointing, but just unfortunate career. Unfortunate. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, if I was a new head coach going to one of these eight teams, the Bears, Broncos, Texans, Jags, Raiders, Dolphins, Vikings, Giants, I would. I like the Vikings, honestly. I think that would be – I mean, Aaron is going to be gone soon, hopefully. Uh-huh. I don't think he's got the longevity Brady has. I don't think he does either, but I still think he has another three years in him. Or four. I really do. Three or four years. Are all of those with the Packers? If they, may, if they win the Super Bowl, they sure as hell will be. And Love's out of there too. Love, Love is another intriguing option. Love could get an opportunity somewhere, especially yes. if the Packers win the Super Bowl. And that's kind of flying under the radar too. Uh, Love could be the, the Broncos could trade for Love, you know? We'll see. Mm, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be intriguing. Yeah. Um, I would think I would rather see Love in that position than any of the quarterbacks we've floated. Uh, Speaking of backups under the radar, Trey Lance and Garoppolo. I know Garoppolo's kind of thrived in the second half of the season, and they've clearly stuck with him. But he's been, he's been, he's just been a really good teammate. And he's such a good Trey Lance has. It's it's a very it's a very similar to Patty Mahomes where he was under a year under a vet quarterback and then they knew they were going to move off of him. They just kept him for that season. Uh-huh. And then Trey Lance comes, comes in. Like, and boom. Yep. Uh, where I'm are so you? Excited. Where do you stand on the Lance? You have Debo and Ayuk and Kittle under Shanahan. And if Lance pans out with an already a top five arm, and he's 21 years old. He's so raw. But if everything goes well, I'm, I'm like potential future dynasty. I mean, I mean, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, just going back to Jimmy really quick. I, I feel like there was a chance that we could have kept kept him even potentially for next year and maybe rested Lance for two years or even had him as a backup just in case Lance didn't progress properly. But he costs too much cap. I think he moves on, and I think he 100% gets a, gets a job next year. I think for the Steelers, prime uh, place. You know, Steelers, the, the Giants, maybe if they move on from Daniel Jones, we'll see with that. Um, Steelers, Giants, Panthers, Broncos. Um, I know there's a few other teams. I can't think. But I think he's going to get another chance, and he's going to be decent, you know. I don't think it's over for Garoppolo. I really don't as a bridge QB. Oh, I think that he's the uh, – other than probably Russell Wilson, I think he's the biggest QB on the market for next season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Russ, do you think Seattle moves on? 
either dude okay he's got that division is so stacked you're gonna have an up-and-coming Trey Lance Niners you've got Stafford and the Rams with Sean McVay you've got Cliff Kingsbury I don't know why I said Cliff Kingsbury but Kyler Murray and the Cardinals which are have done well this season I think they're gonna be a wild card playoff team or on the bubble for the next five years or so with that kid um so the Seahawks are they're the only one they're the odd man out like yeah that franchise is about to enter a valley of performance they're they're gonna I think they're in rebuild mode and I don't think Russell is a quarterback for a rebuilding franchise I think you move off of him and you get as much as you can I agree but I you know I think you're right, but it's not set in stone because Seattle has been one of the most winning organizations the past 10 years, and it could just be a down year, and it could be an overreaction. You know, they've, they've played a little better um, the past few weeks. I know Russ loves Seattle. I, I, I'm, like, on the fence about that because it makes sense in theory, but I think Seattle could maybe just be back next year very well, you know, the same team. You know, I, I really think there's a good chance that happens, but they could also move on from him and just start a new era and get a lot for him. So we'll see. I I'm 50, 50 on it. I mean, of all the teams that need a quarterback, Russell Wilson could definitely be the guy that gets you a playoff win or two from a team that is in the tank right now. I'm looking at all the teams here. I mean, the Redskins need a, need a QB. The Giants need a QB. Saints need a QB. I would love to see Russell Wilson go to New Orleans. New Orleans could be – yeah, but they're going to give Winston a chance. I really don't think that happens. Okay, and another, okay. football team is another perfect team that could get the, the Garoppolo, the Mariota, Minshew, you know, all those guys. They're probably going to get a quarterback in the draft too. Um, the Saints? Yeah, no, Washington. Washington, yeah, okay. But, like, um, again, a weak quarterback class. Would you rather trade for Russ and draft a QB to sit behind him for a year or something like that? I don't know. The only the only two teams I think should do that, or I think Washington and Denver are the only teams I think should trade for um, Watson or uh, Russ, for sure. And I don't, I don't think – I don't see the Vikings in that same category either. Um, even though they have Kirk – but you could make a step up from Kirk, you know. Dude, Kirk is booty cheeks. Kirk's uh, he, he's all right, but I, I just don't think he's gonna win a Super Bowl, you know. That's the problem. Exactly. Like it, in this era, if it's not like if it's not Super Bowl or bust, your booty cheeks. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's that's just how it is now, you know. Everybody's making crazy moves to to pick up yeah. the the pieces that they need to win now, you know. I think it'd be so fun if the Vikings were to get um I oh what's his name? Uh Dable Bienemy or Leftwich or Hackett or a few of these. I mean, I think Joe Brady does deserves another opportunity as a coordinator. He was the guy that got fired from the Panthers as an OC. Um I think he's actually gonna be really good and potential head coach. Um but anyways it's kind of backtracking. Uh, but, but yeah, I think that they need a fun offensive coordinator with Dalvin Cook and Jefferson and just see what's up, you know, because maybe Kirk turns it around. Yeah, and that's why I think the Vikings is an interesting head coach option because they've got a veteran QB. You've got a lot of young talent. I mean, Justin Jefferson on the outside is a beast. He was my biggest fantasy producer this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I- and you're going to – I mean, the Bears are a winnable team in the division. The Lions suck. And you could be a wild-card team with the Packers winning the division every year and a good wild-card team. You know, like how many of these wild-card teams are better than they appear to be? Yeah, yeah. Actually, not much. I think all the teams – it's funny how, like, at the end of the season when the playoff brackets finally emerge, it's – most of the time it's like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so so for next year, 
I don't think it's, I think usually more than seven teams from, from the year before make the playoffs, but I think about five or six teams are left out. So let's play a game. Okay. So for next year, who are the not, who are the five? Yeah. We'll give five teams that don't make the playoffs next year that made it this year. Okay. Raiders, New England, Pittsburgh. I mean, all three of the wild card teams. Uh, Arizona, Dallas, and Phillies. Uh, Philly could, I can see them ascending. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I can see Arizona and the Rams not making it. I can see Buffalo not making it. I can see Tennessee not making it. The Packers, Chiefs, and the Bucks are safe. And I think Cincinnati's going to be in. I think barring a Lance collapse, the Niners look like win the division. Boys to make it to, yeah. I'm right there with you. Okay, what are your five teams of this playoff? Okay, so I, I'm tempted to go Cincinnati for as like if if it was seven, I would go Cincinnati because, I, like I said, you know, I already covered it earlier. I'm not gonna say it again, but um, I'm I'm gonna the Raiders 100. percent I've never been that high on the Raiders, but good for them. They play really hard, especially under the new head coach. One four in a row. Um, good for them, but not next year. Uh, the Raiders. Um, I think the, the Titans won't make it. I think the, uh, um, oh, God, give me a moment. Um, Raiders, Titans, goodness, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys are just too inconsistent. I need to see more consistency from them. Raiders, Titans, Cowboys. Cardinals, like with Kingsbury, the, the, the division is loaded. Um, mm-hmm. And my last team, whew, let me see. Bengals, Bengals. Yeah, those are my five. Do you think the, pit, you think the Steelers are going to be in next year? I do, because I, I don't think the Steelers are losing the franchise. And I think they might get a bridge quarter. Uh, I mean, a. Uh, they might draft a quarterback, but they're also going to get a pretty good quarterback in free agency, and he's going to play a lot better than Big Ben. Next year, the Steelers are going to go into the quarterback position with a better player than they have this year, and that's kind of scary because they're a decent team, you know? They're a decent team. They're well-coached. Um, Very well coached. There's, of... <clears throat> there's a lot of talk of Russ going to the Steelers, too. Um, that could happen, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much I hate that. I think I like that I, quite a bit. I do like that too. I don't know if Russ would want to go to this. I mean, he probably does, but like, why wouldn't he? Well, his wife wants the big market. I don't know if she would want to go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, maybe not. And, and I, I feel like he stays. I feel like Russ loves Seattle, but I don't know. dude, I hope he doesn't, dude. It's just like, it's like burying a gold bar in a dirt in a pile of dirt. You know, like. I hope oh, that pile of dirt's really valuable. Cool. Yeah. But like, you need a new fresh pile of dirt to work with. You know what I mean? Like, it's already been used. You need it. You need another. You need another toy. You know what I mean? He needs a shovel to bury himself, to unbury himself. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's 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 inverse this. Invert this. Five, not playoff teams that will make the playoffs next year. Mm. You go first. Oh. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to go Chargers. I'm going to go... Mm. I'm going to go Colts. If the, if Bronco, if the Broncos get it... But that's three teams from one conference making the playoffs i hate doing that that's fine you gotta go five teams one 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 conference isn't gonna get three anyways you know 
Well, one conference has three right now, Arizona Rams and Niners. It, it happens. Uh, mm -hmm. Broncos, Chargers, Ravens, Colts. I'm looking at all these teams and I just do not like what I see. <laughs> all the teams that are left. Like who can turn it around? I mean, the Browns, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I'll do that. I'll do Colts, Browns, Broncos, Chargers, Ravens. All AFC. Oh shit. Those are all AFC teams. I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. I didn't even realize that. Yep. Um, so then. <laughs> I guess those five plus Chiefs and Cincinnati are going to be in next year for me. Wow. That's tough. Wow. And then the NFC is going to be exactly the same, clearly. Really? No, well, I'm kidding. I don't think so. But <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> uh, no, the Jaguars, they could do it. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if they get a good head coach, you never know. Do they have the roster behind Trevor Lawrence? Not really, but you never know. I mean, the Bengals didn't seem like they had a great roster, but they've all improved, so we'll see. Yeah, they have all improved quite a bit. The most improved award winner goes to the Bengals for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that a function of the head coach, or is it just kind of lightning in a bottle? Like all these young, talented players are developing at the right time. Why can't it be both? I, I think it's 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 unfair to give the nod to one specific side, you know. Fair enough. It's uh, I think it's more the players and the coach. Um, I like Zach Taylor, but I need to see more. Um, but yeah, I think it's both for sure. Okay, what about you? Okay, so I I'm gonna say the Broncos and we're having the Broncos always have been. Um. Charges with Herbert, another year under Staley. Only going to get better. Um, and hopefully they address their needs in the draft because they have such glaring weaknesses. They're, they're the most top-heavy team in football. Their stars are incredible, but their depth is abysmal. And some of their positions are the worst in football. Linebackers, disgusting. The worst interior um, defensive line in football. Ter uh, worst run D, or one of the worst run Ds. Um, but I think they fixed it in the draft. Um, it's very important what they do this offseason. Chargers, Broncos. Indy gets back. Eh. Mm. Indy's tough because I don't trust Wentz, you know. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a Wentz truther, but I'm going to go Indy. Um, I don't think that Wentz is the guy either, but I'm listening to Pat McAfee earlier today, and he was saying that the Colts have not – they've, like, made some statements that – kind of clouds the air for who their quarterback is going to be next year. Yeah. I can see they them moving move off Wentz. Uh-huh. They could. They could. And right, if so they Broncos, do, Chargers, Colts. Um, Browns, Ravens, they, they both could make it. I'm going to go with the Ravens, but we'll see. Um, and then the NFC, I – I uh, oh, what's it called? I think the Saints bounce back and make it for sure, without a doubt. Uh that would have been my sixth choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, no, no Browns, but Saints for me. Okay. I just like, other than the Saints and the seven teams that made the playoffs this year, who look like teams that can make the playoffs next year? I mean, Seattle can. Uh, but, like, other than that, I think the Bears are some, some time away. The Vikings could, but they're they're the Vikings, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole NFC East. I mean, Washington has some talent. The Giants are a mess. Uh, I think Atlanta and Carolina are a little time away. Dude, are you? Well, give me one second. I'll talk to them. Give me like thirty seconds to a minute. Yeah. All right, I'm good now. My dad just came home and watched the news. <laughs> but, yeah, news. Uh, what were we talking about again? NFC teams that can make the playoffs next year. 
Mm, wow. I think that's a done that's a done thing. Like Carolina, talented defense. They need to fix it at quarterback. I don't know if rules the answer. Um Atlanta's a few years away. You know, I, I don't know. It's just it's very vanilla for the NFC. AFC is so much more wide open. It is because the NFC kind of I was so recently I've been thinking about this. Um the last 15 to 20 years, we've kind of had franchise quarterbacks that have dominated their divisions for 10 years. You know, uh-huh. um, Steelers have always been in it. The uh, now I can't think of anything, but the Packers have always been in it. The Colts were always in it for a while. Um, you know, Patriots, but like you've had all these franchise quarterbacks that have that are 20 year vets that are retiring now. And I've got all these newcomers that are coming into the league, like Josh Allen and uh, Lamar and Kyler and Herbie and Jerby and, and all these new guys that are really talented that are coming up and replacing the old, the old people. So Mm -hmm. we are kind of seeing this big shift in the uh, power structures of the NFL, where the Packers have been a staple organization for 30 years with Favre and now Aaron Rodgers. But five years from now, Rodgers isn't going to be playing anymore. Well, mm-hmm. if maybe Justin Fields turns out to be this mega superstar that we don't really see coming because his team sucks and they dominate the division for the next 10 years mm-hmm. or, 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 who be, or whatever it is. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just really interesting to, to note how we, we're kind of seeing this generational shift. At the end yeah. Of the yeah, and you always like when you're betting on teams to do good or bad, it's that coach and quarterback pair. You know, the Saints decimated by injuries, really bad quarterback play, but Sean Payton has done such a good job and he's proved himself to be, in my opinion, a top three coach. Um, I think he's better than Andy Reid. I think he's he might even be two behind Belichick. I think he's he's so consistently good every year the Saints are. You know, if you have one of the co- you coach or quarterback, both is incredible. But if you just have one of them, that's the type of stuff you want to bet on, you know, the type of teams. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at the staple pairing, Brady and Belichick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't get one without the other. I think we talked a lot about this last time. But yeah, yeah. In the in the battle of Brady versus Belichick, it's kind of like nature versus nurture. No, it's <laughs> definitely yeah. both. Uh-huh. contribute to the development of an individual mm-hmm. oh, or yeah. an NFL team. So they're both equally as important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, final question. I want to, two questions I want to get to before we, mm-hmm. or one question and then Super Bowl picks. All right. Okay. What team surprised you the most this year? Surprised me the both. Can I go good or bad? I was actually going to say what team disappointed you the most and then right after that. So, yeah, do okay. both. Okay, got it. So, surprised. Um, give me a moment to think about that. But what is your what are your thoughts? Hmm. The team that surprised me the most was definitely the Bengals in terms of how much they ascended. And I I mean, I really like I was high on Derby when he was with LSU. It was like, wow, this kid is electric. Yeah, and that that it's one of it's like a true, like once in a generation team that LSU team from two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and and it it all rode on that quarterback coach combo of uh, what's his face <laughs> and Joe, Joe Burrow. Uh-huh. Uh So the yeah. Bengals probably surprised me the most. I'd say the Ravens disappointed me the most because I was really looking forward to them to. Um, looking forward to them taking the next step and yeah injuries kind of plagued them all season but I don't know the Chargers kind of disappointed me Um, the Browns Um, disappointed me I have yeah the Browns disappointed Browns had some injuries too though I think the Browns and the Ravens are a little unfair because of the injuries but I get it um I'm going to go with a little bit of a wilder take here, and I'm going to go on a tangent because I have very strong opinions on the Bills and the Pats. Um, so this weekend, 
I think the bill, the, the Pats beat the Bills. Um, and I want to get on how I don't think the Bills are Super Bowl contenders at all. Um, even even less than the Pats. And here's why they've they've been the most inconsistent team in football the whole year. And they're gonna be my pick for the most disappointing team. They were top five big Super Bowl contender going to this year. And they're just way too inconsistent. I don't see them winning four in a row games at all. Um, they could beat the Pats, but Josh Allen played the best game of his career when they beat the Pats the second time. I don't see that against Atlanta. Josh Allen played a really bad game. Um, I just, he's too inconsistent. I, I really think they lose this weekend. It's going to be cold and windy in Buffalo. I don't, he's, yeah, I, I don't see his play always being like that. He's incredible, but they're just too inconsistent as a team. And that's why they're my most disappointing team. I understand they got the three seed. They've, they've done really well, but they, they just don't show. They have that Super Bowl ceiling, but they don't, they don't look like it, you know? They're overinflated. Yeah. So I, I agree with that take um, in the sense that they either get – they either blow teams out or and they run away with it or they lose games that they should have no business losing. So, mm-hmm. like, they lost to the Jags. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, Nine are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Unreal. Unreal. So I'm high on Josh Allen because he played for Wyoming, and I always will be. Um, uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. Most okay, what was the whatever the opposite? Most surprising. It has to go with the Bengals, but I feel like it's too cliche. Yeah. Um, and it's too easy of a pick. So I'm gonna go with the Titans. Um, I was just about to say that for you. <laughs> they deserve so much credit. Um yeah. and that's about it. We already got to them later, but definitely the Titans earlier. I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um and all be all, big question to wrap this up. Who goes to the Super Bowl and who wins it all? Hmm. I'm going to give you two perspectives, okay? Because I feel like it's so easy to say Packers, Chiefs, and just end it, and the Packers win. And that very well might be what happens. But it's so boring, and my gut tells me something else happens. But the thing is – this year, no team looks like a Super Bowl contender. I'm sorry, but they're just like the Chiefs look like the best team in the AFC. The Packers look like the best team in the NFC. Those two teams look like a tier ahead of, ahead of everybody else. But I don't think it's going to be those two. I really don't. I think one of them loses, and it's going to be some dark horse team. So my brain tells me Packers, Chiefs. My heart tells me, like, Niners, Bengals, or something stupid. I have no idea. I'm excited to just watch and just find out. But I don't think it's going to be Packers Chiefs. I think something else is going to happen, and some team is going to come out of nowhere. I think the Pats or the Raiders could make the AFC Championship and even go to the Super Bowl out of nowhere. I just think something wild happens, and some team that has no business being there is going to be in the Super Bowl. But we'll see. I love that take. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tennessee Tampa Bay. Really? Where where Tampa oh. Bay wins. Really? Uh, and I was kind of talking shit about Tennessee, how they could lose in the divisional round, but again, the the whole like if they get they're getting AJ Brown back and they're getting Derrick Henry back, and maybe that just we watch them in the divisional round and we kind of see them for what they are where Mm-hmm. They do kind of make that step into the Kansas City Green Bay. And I think Tom, I think Tampa Bay is in the same conversation as those three teams just because you've got Tom Brady. And mm-hmm. in the NFC Championship game, I think it's pretty clearly Green Bay, Tampa Bay. And if, you, if we're in a two-minute drill, I want Tampa Bay. I'm sorry. Like, Aaron Rodgers is great. He's probably going to be the MVP this year. It's either Tampa Bay or it's either Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but – yeah. I also want Tom Brady to just keep winning Super Bowls to piss everybody off. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I hate yeah. I, hate, I want him to stop winning so bad. And, <laughs> and that's that's just like – so I used to be like everybody else, but then my mind just kind of flipped after the um, Falcon Super Bowl. Where I'm like, 
how could you possibly hate this? This is the most <laughs> incredible quarterback play in anything ever. Like I was you don't win seven hours. league titles from you just in the NFL, you don't you don't do that. Maybe seven divisional titles. You don't win seven Super Bowls. You don't go to you don't have a 50% Super Bowl participation rate for your t- whole career. That's just unheard of. So it's, it's unreal. Yeah. I want the ceiling to continue to raise. I want the roof to continue to be raised with with Tom Brady. I want this, the bar to be set ungodly high because the person who who surpasses Tom Brady it's just going to be even better to watch. It's going to be even more incredible. So yeah. I used to hate Tom Brady and now I love him hmm. because he's the epitome of a competitor and a winner and a athlete. And I'm a big fan of that. So I'm going to go Tennessee, Tampa Bay, where Tampa Bay wins. Interesting. I, the two, the two T cities, um, I respect the hell out of you for that take, but I will forever dislike Tom Brady, not as a person, but as, as a player, I want him to win. I, I want him to lose. I want him to play as long as possible, but to continuously lose. Um, and, and to be honest, I think ten, or Tampa's too thin at receiver. And they've been really, if you want to look at their schedule, um, they've been really underwhelming the, the, the kind of bottom half of the season. They lost to the Saints. They really should have lost to the Jets. They played cover two hard flat with no timeouts, 15 seconds left, and let the Bucs score like a 40-yard pass. I mean, what, 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 what the fuck were they doing? Like, I, I just – it pisses me off. It really – it's just – it makes me so mad because it's only Tom Brady. I feel like he's just extremely lucky, and they haven't been playing their best football lately. I think the Bucs, I think they're going to beat the Eagles, but they could lose to the Eagles. And if they beat the Bucs or the Eagles, they're out in the divisional. Um, but that's just me. And the Cowboys, I, I just want to get to the Cowboys really quick. They've been playing okay lately. I mean, like, obviously really well. They've, they've, But they've just been beating up on bad teams. And I understand, like, you want to play the – the you want to beat the bad teams by as much as possible. But when they've played the few good teams recently, they haven't been good. You know what I mean? I yeah, just, they're I, six I and zero against their division, and they're six and five against the rest of the league. God, it just makes me feel like it's going to be the Rams, Cardinals, or Niners. One of those teams is going to make it. I, I just, I don't the know. Rams, the Cardinals, or Nine or Niners, or that division. I think it's yeah. going to be one of those three. Because I feel like it could be the Packers, and I might just be overthinking it. Um, and I, like I can the see Packers. the Rams making it. Oh yeah, yeah. Beat up on the back of Eagles, but then um. Oh, my phone's at one percent. If I I'm I yeah. need my charger, but if I uh, if I uh, gotcha. not here, um, why? So my um, dark horse Super Bowl is uh-huh. Cincinnati Dallas. I love that. Oh, I love that. That would be cool. Thank you, Eli. Ah, his phone died. There you go. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening, and uh. See you in the next one. Peace. Thanks for staying with us for the whole show. Today's wisdom drop comes by way of Benjamin Franklin. Don't put off until tomorrow what can be done today.